Now, I'm sure that most of you know the old story about the astronaut who went far out into space and was asked on his return whether he had been to heaven and seen God. And he said yes. He said yes. He said yes. Greetings, ladies, gentlemen, non-binaries, and sentient artificial intelligence. Join us on this journey to find the others. Because no matter where we find ourselves in this multiverse, the act of existing is all too familiar. Guys? Mushroom has a tremendous problem solving ability. Herbs are blood. I mean, herbs are blood. As we look across this great expanse and stare at the stars, we can't help but be reminded these lights, though we're seeing them all at the same time, happened across a multi billion year delta. Some of those fires burned millions of years ago. Some billions, but all of them happened so we could experience them in this one singular moment. They called us scouts. They called us seekers. They called us hoosiers. But we were destined to question everything. Wednesday, after initially trailing, a voter initiative appears to have been approved to make Denver the first U.S. city to decriminalize magic mushrooms. Kevin Matthews is the campaign manager behind Decriminalize Denver, the political activist group that got the measure on the ballot. He also personally testifies to the power of psilocybin mushrooms, which he says helped cure his depression. I was a cadet at the U.S. Military Academy, and my life dream was to serve my country as a career army officer and while I was at the academy I was diagnosed with major depression and then I eventually received a medical retirement from the army because of depression and it felt like that my purpose had basically crumbled apart and disappeared and then I met an amazing group of friends here in Denver who responsibly introduced me to psilocybin and it was this one experience that I had just cleared the fog. And so after that experience, the benefits lasted for weeks that really enabled me to step outside the box of depression and start to create a new life for myself. Friend of the show, Kevin Matthews, spoke to him August of last year. There was a little initiative called Denver for Psilocybin. It grew into a bigger initiative called Decriminalize Denver. And on Tuesday... 
Denver voted, and it came down to the wire. Why don't you just go ahead and run that back up? It's all good. It's all good, brother. Uh, on Tuesday, they took a vote, and early on, the news outlets, they were hammering it. The no votes were in the lead by 6,000. They said the initiative's been voted down. And everybody on the initiative's like, whoa, 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 whoa. There's still 40,000 votes to count. Late in the day, Wednesday, we got the uh, call that Denver did indeed vote yes to decriminalize magic mushrooms, make them the lowest priority for law enforcement. Um, so congratulations Woo! to the city of Denver. Thank you for leading the charge towards sanity. I loved how you put that on uh, on Facebook because they really are. I, I mean, that's, I, mean I, I, I truly feel that way. I feel like this is uh, – and even if it's just a symbolic step, even if it's just a symbolic step, um, it's an important one in that now this is the entire country for at least two days – is talking about psilocybin mushrooms, which is that's that's a, that's a uh, that's a win. That's a win. You know, that's it's now become a part of the hive mind. Everybody is starting to think about this on a on a on a national scale. Um, it's a big deal. It's a big deal. It is. It's a huge deal. So <laughs> it's a huge deal, man. <laughs> <laughs> Just like the road work in front of my house. This is a huge deal, baby. Oh, the road working. Look, you want to? You want to? You wouldn't. A turn? We shouldn't have traded spots. You want to take a turn? <clears throat> That's what's different. It is. We try to change things up a little bit. More and than it's anything, been the we're worst. Having some internet problems. It's, so it's been, been on the, the same side this whole time for the whole year. Actually, is that is that what you're doing? Every year you switch spots. Every year we switch oh, spots. Oh, you oh, see, this year. is the first live show of our second year of Hoosier Sophisticated, yes. and a mighty, mighty hearty thank you. A mighty hearty thank you. A mighty hearty thank you. Mighty hearty. Apparently, it's filmed in front of a live studio audience. To all of our friends that came out last week. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Seth, great job putting together that little clip show, buddy. Um, Thank you. Yeah, it, it was, was really uh, good. I, had, I, 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 really I put together it. that clip show and a sweet little menu for the party and all the food all in one day, and I was going to lose my mind. But, man, it, was, it, it at the end of the day, I was like, I got home. It was like 2 in the morning. I'm like, I did. You did. I don't know how, but it's done. <laughs> you did really well, my man. We had scramps. I don't know how many people came out. We sold out of food. Yeah. We sold out of food. We darn here sold out of adult beverages. And yeah. That was quite the task. Uh, I got home late. You were working the bar. I was it's, in the kitchen. Was Steve great. was going Steve around. was working the crowd. Steve was working the crowd. I was working uh, the bar. I, was gonna, was I, had, working, I had a different. He was working the stove. I had a different. The fryer. Way of saying it. It was weird because everyone kept coming up to me and they're like, I don't know who's in charge of your food, but it's delicious. Mm. And then about 30, 40 minutes later, I wouldn't see that person ever again. Which I thought was weird. Maybe there's some lewds. They came like crying out of the bathroom. There's some lewds in our food. (laughs) It was an awesome time, man. I felt felt loved. I'll tell you that. Last Friday, I felt a lot of love. uh, It was was a great little... um, you know, it was a great little time spent with friends that we've made throughout the year. Listening to your show, Seth, I'm, I'm so proud of uh, so much that we've done with the show. That was great. So here's a, here's the year two. Let's do this thing, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, we got some some big stuff going on here in St. Louis. The internet is melting down right now because we are not live. They can't wait for you to click that button because my phone is blowing up. Watch it, watch it, watch it. So. Uh, Blues, you're carrying this. The blues are doing a thing. The blues are doing a thing, Steve. Yeah, we are. We're going to have Brian Stoll come on and talk to us about eight thirty. Okay, that's fine. (laughs) Just just be a host. Just be a host, babe. I had a hundred and six. We're going to jump down in the rabbit hole. Hopefully, you've been watching something. Hopefully, you've been streaming something. I'm going to come over there and take over here in a minute. (laughs) 
Steve is so mad. So right there now. was uh, Craig, there was, Craig, Craig me, me and you got this, Craig. Craig, was, how about them blues? Listen, here's the deal. This is what I was getting to. This morning, uh, a, a meme was posted on our page that was the height of lunacy uh, in in St. Louis. Uh, you know, just like anything, you know, uh, St. Louis grabs onto something and they really just grind it into the ground. Um, like like the rally squirrel, for instance, um, things like that. They just they take something that's kind of cute and great, and then they just grind it into the ground, like half naked man dancing to Gloria. Um, no, it's actually that's the best thing that mycelial media has ever done. Um, so shout out to my compadre here who's having a hard time with life. But somebody posted a meme today. That this said, is radio, guys. No one has to know what I'm going through well, I'm right now. It. Okay, you're walking the crowd through it. This is kind of the thing with radio. And no one has to know what I'm doing over here. Have I had a bad day? No. <laughs> I'm fine. There was the, thing, the thing about, let me give you some professional advice. The thing is, no matter what's going on, your voice is supposed to project you're the happiest person Darn ever. Right. Even if behind the scenes you're about to break something or set yourself on Darn fire. Right. <laughs> Today, somebody said that 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 showed a picture of David Freeze, and it said, um, yeah, let's get the, home, "The hometown hero." And then below it, it was Patrick Maroon, and it said, "Patrick Maroon says, hold my beer." Stop, St. Louis, pump the brakes. You can't be this kind of prisoner of the moment. Now, my partner here might try and argue otherwise. But the sheer lunacy in that statement. Mm-hmm. I agree with you, Craig. The sheer lunacy. In the, it's the second round, folks. And listen, cause to celebrate. Cause to celebrate. I had a good old time with you the other night watching the game, game seven. Who would have thought, Steve, the romance of hockey, May 7th, the Blues' seventh game seven at home. Hey, just, you know what? You're stealing oh, all the Blues stuff. Right now, you're just proving my point because I uh, took the role of the guy who says that Pat Maroon said, hey, I will hold this beer and I'll drink it or I'll give you my beer while I one-up you. That's what he did. He didn't. Okay, let's not say he one-upped him. He didn't. Two strikes. Two outs. Game six. Game six. Exactly. Game six. Game seven. 23 RBIs. Uh, In the last three RBIs. The World Series. The guy scores two goals. The guy scores two goals. The season was a strike away from being over. In the second round of the playoffs. (laughs) Craig goes, yeah, maybe if he gets 13 points. This let me was, let me tell you why that's not a crazy. Let me tell you why that's not crazy. Thirteen points. Okay, in David, how many games? David Free. In how many games? Seven. You think third? In the next fourteen games? No, if they play two game sevens, I want at least thirteen points. Here's two why: game seven? because hockey is the. It's, oh it's yeah, a, it's a, a point part- of game. It's, it's a particip- It's a participation trophy sport. In that, literally, if you're on the ice, if you're on the ice and somebody scores a goal, you get an assist. Just because you were just no, no, you get a plus minus. Friends. You're just you get like four guys can touch. Oh the puck yeah, and if before you, the goal, the you, get a, you get a walk. And then someone hits a bomb. Man, you did a good job. I stood there and took four pitches. I'm pretty good. I went first base. Uh, that's, oh, somebody that's came a good at bat. Oh, that's a, that's, yeah, that's a good at bat. The pitcher's, good at the pitcher's bat. been throwing garbage all game. All they told the guy told the coach told the guy. He said, "Take a pitch. Take four of them. If you got to. You're terrible." And he did. He took four pitches. He went to first base. He did nothing. He actually he took a softball lead where he just kept <laughs> one foot on the base the whole time. So that's how little that guy did. Next guy came up. Yeah, but all he bomb. gets all he gets credit for is a run, run scored and OBP a and on base scored. percentage. So what? Yeah, but none of those. And a base on balls. But 
It's yeah, it is. It's a like, run. It's a literal run. That's just yeah, yeah, because he crossed the plate. He actually did he'll, something. He'll sign for forty-five there's still million a thing dollars. Called, are three just because you're on base, you're not done. There you're are still, three other bases that you could potentially be thrown out at. There are base. You still have to be able okay. to. You still have to be a good base runner. Yes, it's Thank not you, over Seth. just because just because you, you're Seth. on base doesn't oh, mean oh, I'm done. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> oh, you got to be a good base runner to be at first take a softball. <laughs> what do you got to? There's an orange <laughs> base Listen, next to the first base. Why does so why is it, first an assist baseman. should only be between one person? Okay, so so Seth over there, he's my guy. Okay, he wins a faceoff. Okay, great. Plays it back to me. Okay, great. I'm Robbie Thomas. Okay, great. You set a pick for me. I skate around you. I put one. I beat the goalie. You immediately muck and grind to the dirty area. You have broken bones. You have shattered tendons. You have CTE. Okay, pal, you got it all, and you still <laughs> you got go, it all. Kid. You still go right into the net, baby, and you poke that baby in. Okay, I'll give you a walk off home run is good. If David no, Freeze, in the World Series, if the, David the Freeze winning- was Joe Carter, I'm fine. Get I got out you. Of here. I got you. He did it. The but only listen, David Freeze was in the dugout getting a manicure before he came up to bat last good. time. Have you seen the the video footage? He's getting the, the game what, six. None, yes, none game of six that has anything. He, he's to getting do his with nails filed. He was a strike oh, away a from this. Se- his, he was a he's strike away a from the season being over. Where these guys were just trying to advance to the next round. No, the the, the guys, game. If he, it's golden hang goal. On, hang on. Hang on. Okay. Patrick Maroon scored two goals in a seven-game series in the second round of the playoffs. David Freeze was the NLCS MVP and World Series MVP. But because of what the clock said, when he scored those two goals... They were better goals. Okay, well, if but any, player, it boils but any player on the ice I will could say, have one been thing about, there at that one moment. One thing about David Freeze, though. Any he, player on the ice could have been there. No, it was, no it was David Freeze has triple. to beat a guy one-on-one every single one of those at bats. What, what if Dave, they changed the lineup? Then it's Berkman. If I remember. Like, and without all the other guys. Berkman was down to his who, last who strike, was, too, in that yeah, game. Yeah, and who else was on base? If we went who was on base for the triple? If St. Louis went to, let's say they had shootouts. Let's say it wasn't golden goal. Let's say they went to shootouts. Would Patrick Maroon be one of the players taking? In the shootout. Uh, what does that have to do with anything? Woody or not? No, because he's made to muck and grind. <laughs> he's made to muck. I'm and just he's saying. Made to grind. I'm just saying. I will listen, say one thing. One w- thing, Craig, that go kind ahead. of goes against our argument is David Freeze was not credited with that triple. It's actually an error. So there Thank is you. that. Thank you. Thank you. That ball should have been caught. But he made that ball. He okay, great. That that puck shouldn't have got past Bishop. Oh, he got he go. got beat. Tom, he got Tom, beat. But see, like that's that my thing. Like Thomas was the player there. I get it. Maroon was in the right place at the right time. He was in the right place. For, dude, it was so much fun celebrating with you the other night with St. Louis. It was now, a blast. now I don't want to see your face. <laughs> it was a blast. <laughs> okay, here's the. There deal is too. not much like. Why don't you make out a double OT game seven? And, and I'm with you guys. I think. I, know. I, I think know. like being here's what, uh, and we're going to talk to Stully later. Um, but he really did. Oh, I'm sorry. He really did live the the dream. Like, when I was a kid, I put myself in David Freeze's shoes. Except Bottom of the ninth, except, two outs. Except it was maybe game seven where it was the ninth inning and, you know, it's, okay, it's whatever. Peak. Yeah. But it's still, it was a walk-off home run. It was still run. an elimination game. Yes, a, a walk-off home run in, an elim- in the elimination game. Extra innings. Totally. Like, that's what you're dreaming about. That's what you're, that's, and you hit one. You hit the big hit to extend the game. That was huge. And then you hit the big hit to end the game. Yes. So a walk-off home run in baseball is a really cool thing. There's probably nothing better than oh. the fireworks going off, no the doubt. crowd screaming. He says he doesn't even remember running around imagine. the bases. Yeah, I can't imagine. So that's really neat. 
on the flip side, playing soccer, biggest thing was golden goal. In the World Cup, totally. every four years, your team's out there. And then they – I don't even know if they used to do it or if this was just a FIFA dream, that, you know, that this is how the settings were. I could have swore they did. Now they don't. They play two – I want to say 30 or 45 minute halves again. Like okay. it's not golden goal anymore, but to score a golden goal, a sudden I death agree. goal where every time the puck goes up and down the ice. I mean, we had in and out. We had a a, a tournament at my <laughs> house. Ice. Um, with my, my son's birthday party, I'll transition right in that. Um, my son's birthday party, th- that last game went to great. sudden death. It was great. And how crazy did they go? Ali just threw a blind shot towards the net, and that's what it takes a lot of times. No a doubt. blind shot. You never know. Out of we, we peppered Bishop with 52 or 54 shots. 54, he stopped 52 of them. It was the most saves he's ever had in his career. And, and that's saying a lot. I mean, totally. Bishop stood on his head, which was, that was another thing that made the moment cool. Yeah. Two St. Louis kids. Yep. Ultimately factored into the last play. Of he can a- hold his head high forever in this town. It was beautiful. And here's the deal. This is, this is one step above than what we imagined as kids. So we're kids. We're in the backyard. Even throwing the ball up to yourself and hitting those home runs. Or even just skating around on rollerblades in your South City backyard patio. No doubt. But what was so cool is that... You know, your dad is your biggest guy in your life at that point. And you imagine scoring the goal and maybe looking up at your dad, right? And your dad's like, Oh, buddy. Maroon, his son, got to see it. That's something you don't think about when you're a kid. And when you're older, to be able to... I was walking on sunshine. I scored the game-winning goal at a VETA soccer game. Buddy, I, I hit like, a walk-off yeah. bomb in softball, and I'm like, <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm going home getting laid tonight. I almost dude. sleep real oh, yeah. good tonight, baby. Yeah, for sure. Save some for the rest of us. I know, buddy. Hey, I, I mean, it, there it's are... by me, so don't get excited. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> it's not anything special. Huh. Um, actually, uh, do you think? They'll ever stop giving David Freeze a uh, standing never. ovation. Never. He should never buy a drink in this town again. I was uh, part of his first standing ovation when he was a pirate. Great. Were you? Yeah. Great I mean, I, 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 here, here's where I'm at on that. Carpet a walk-off you wanna get, You want to give Freezer a, uh, a standing O? Like, okay, first I, game, first at bat, give him a standing O. You don't have don't, – don't do it four times a game. Don't, 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 don't do yeah. it four times yeah, a game. How many are you going to give Pujols? I'm going to cheer for Albert Pujols until I lose my voice. And if St. Louis doesn't do it, shame on them. Because he's the greatest baseball player of his generation, and he gave this town $330 million worth of production on a $100 million contract. Okay? So when Albert Pujols steps into that plate, I swear on everything holy. If Artie Marino doesn't tell that manager, listen, I don't care if if you have to hold his feet together with 11 minutes. Oh, it, it's not going to be that long. Years. It's not going to be that long, but it's going to be loud. Okay. You know, you think you'll hear some boos? I mean, do you think you'll be able to hear the boos over how loud the, the no, tears will be? No, not the first time. There's right? going to be boos. There's going to be boos. And for, to those people, you're ridiculous. Good for you. Good for you're you. Ridiculous. Good for you. You're hey, absolutely ridiculous. You know what was really cool, too, when we scored the goal? We had a nice little business meeting uh, at an awesome little little bar and grill we're going to tell you about. But I did. Uh, I took off when when we scored the goal. I just took off running. Just it was great because that's just like kind you know, of we, instincts. We, the place went crazy, and it's so funny because you're on a you're on edge. You're waiting for it, and it's a delayed yeah. response where like even though it happened, you can kind of see everything slowing down, and you see the expressions kind of just. Yeah. 
light up before the noise. Yeah. Like, people, like, are all realizing it at the same time. At least for me. Like, yeah, I every, know. Everything kind of, and then it's like, like everybody's hugging and yeah. high-fiving and spilling drinks. and The hugs and high-fives that were, were going around Truman's, the outdoor patio area, it was pandemonium. Yeah. We had Let's Go Blues cheers. Yeah. People were just screaming at the TVs. Yeah. It was When he says people were me. screaming at the TVs, Steve was screaming at the TVs, and the people behind us <laughs> were, were laughing. Where they were just like laughing like... Then they got into it. They could appreciate it. They, they got thought, into it. They thought that goal was, I was hilarious. Yeah, they're, like, ah, they're winning. <laughs> it was that first goal was BS. Came off the, the ref's uh, leg, but I mean, hmm. here's the whole deal. Um, I don't even want to talk about it because I haven't talked about it. We had the the great open show. If you didn't listen to our show last week, it's on it's on the podcasting, right? Yeah. Yes. The best of. It was amazing. <laughs> Seth did an awesome job. Yeah. yeah. Um, but we were talking about the blues at the beginning of the year, talking about O'Reilly. That was that, the, so. that was so awesome. Yeah. No, and it was it was a great little deal. You were fired up. Yeah. And and Allen, you know what I mean? I know what we talked about him a little bit, but Bennington. How about Bennington? Hey, real quick. Did you know <laughs> that integrity is in the building? Integrity. Oh, he's been sitting on it. I thought I might be able to catch him. He did. Quick draw, my girl. Okay, so I want to shout out one of our fans, uh, Kenny Zim Zim. The mullet mullet man. The mullet man. Okay, so we've been trying to fire this city up. Um, uh, Craig and I and Seth, we we invested in a green screen. So after each game, if you haven't checked it out yet, I've been dancing to Gloria in jean shorts and a half shirt. Um, It's a whole whole deal. Um, Cucky the Dwarf, get at me on Twitter. But we're trying to. It's to a get, funny follow. Yeah, we're gonna get this. Uh, we're gonna get this video shared a lot. A bunch of people said I should send it to the NHL, but I was like, I'm not gonna send it to the NHL. That's pathetic. I will. Thank you. So this is my plea to everyone out there: share, share it all, share all this stuff. We're trying to grow the brand. Um, I mean, we've had like twenty thousand hits on your on your on your montage. I've been getting a lot since I released these videos. You know, in a perfect world. A bunch of you know twenty five year old women would be sending me friend requests. You're right? becoming like, quite be the like, uh, quite the cam model lately. Yeah. <laughs> Just wait. So uh, I'm like you know, and you figure I'd be like I'm married, ladies like lay off, you know. But I still got it. You know, kind of go to like hey. Instead, I'm hitting about the forty five to fifty five year old down low. Dad on the download. Dad on the download. Oh, I'm them sliding into my inbox. I get like, it. Wait, wait. Which one do I want? Dads? Dads, husbands, guys living that life. The last glimpse of guys living that life. Want to get a motel during life. lunch? Is that, that kind of? Kind of. A lot of their meat? A lot of their pals are married. And meat for coffee quotes? Yeah, they're in a lot of bowling leagues. It's fun, though. And, and I'm not going to knock anybody what they're into. Hello. Um, you I mean, I mean to be fair, so flattered. To be fair, you are wearing the uniform. Thank you. So I You're, got like now. what was the who what the um, Reno nine one one get with the rollerblades? Listen, oh, Craig, just because he's dressed like Terry. that doesn't Terry. mean he's asking Terry. for it. Yes, Terry. Terry. You're, you're Terry, and like I, I mean, it, yeah, <laughs> selling oranges. I did it before Terry, though, just so everybody knows. I know who you are, and that's okay. I, I don't think I did. I don't think you did either. <laughs> How long did it take you to realize the guys from Reno nine one one are the same people from the state? Immediately, the state, the state, the sketch comedy show from the early '90s MTV. I don't think I've ever seen that. What? I have a whole world on, to introduce man. you to of really weird, stupid, but somehow still funny sketch comedy. Oh, I my, it's early '90s MTV. Do you know styling. who my partner is? It sounds right up my alley. Yeah, yeah <laughs> it was on like right thing. after Liquid Television. 
Okay. Which was on right after Beavis and Butthead. Okay. Gosh, remember when TV was just great? I guess. I didn't have cable no. then, so I had to go to like my friend's house <laughs> to, watch, to watch cable. I was outside. We had like 20 channels. Nostalgia's good. Nostalgia's great. Nostalgia's I love nostalgia. I love it. It makes me think of my Nostalgia's a warm blanket, man. I know, but it's like the the piercing blanket it's of death. It's a heavy blanket. It's like a, yeah. It's a heavy blanket, it's like a, but it's a warm, warm blanket. blanket soaked in piss. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sometimes. A little bit. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, it's, good. Sure. it's good. Uh, for sure. That's a good analogy. Good analogy. Uh, wow. We haven't been here in a while. Oh, we, I think we need a break. Are we, Craig? Oh, who do we got? Uh, <laughs> who do we got on the other oh, side? On the other side of the break, we got Brian Stoll with some blues talk. WGNU's yeah. only. Oh no, that's not true anymore, is it? it we got online with the Z-Man. Yeah, so he used to be uh, like it used to just be like us and Stoly arm and yeah. arm, putting nine twenty on our back, yeah. trudging through the snow, carrying this station to the promised land. Hey, is that Everest? <laughs> Don't forget Dave Ramsey. And then now we got the Z-Man. I don't, I don't even know if that's Who's how it sounds. Z-Man? I don't know if that's how it sounds or not. But uh, so anyway, Stully is the sports guy here in the afternoons. He's great. He's been on the show before. Had a nice little conversation with him. We're going to let you two wax blues a little bit. I'm going to sit here and just really? drink it all in because I am Craig Kohler, non-hockey guy. This is W. This is WGNU 920 AM. Which, which features Hoosier Sophisticate. <laughs> we'll see you guys on the other side of the break. <laughs> insurance quote anywhere. What people are really looking for is someone to help manage the risk of everyday life. And that's exactly what James Carlton State Farm does. He's also dangerously handsome. He has the dream James Carlton has the best customer service in the game. You'll never get a voicemail and you'll always get a great back rub. He has the softest hands. A strong sense of community is important to who he is as an agent. From local school sponsorships to sandbagging during floods, it's paramount to be a part of the community. We love the car of his jet. Guys, call 314-961-4800. Find him online at carltoninsurance.net. We Crager. Well, hey, Steve. How you doing, buddy? Man, I've been pretty good. Well, that's good. Hey, you heard anything about them newfangled hemp oils they got now? I just don't know where to find a good one. Well, I find the best full-spectrum hemp oil from MoMedCanCo.com. Where? I get it from MoMedCanCo.com. Is it expensive? It don't cost two kittens' whiskers. And if you enter Hoso in the promo box, you're going to get yourself 15% off. Buddy, it sounds like we're squatting Tom Cotton. Darn right we are. Where can I find them? You can find them online, momedcanco.com, Missouri Medical Cannabis Company. Thanks, buddy. Yeah. Get you excited 
Insects and other little critters are vital to the Earth's homeostasis, keeping our planet in balance and making all of our lives better. They are vital, beautiful little creatures. Unless you come in my house, and then I'm calling Rose Extermination. Sergeant Jabari Wright. In the Army, I was trained as a combat lifesaver. In 2012, had an accident and became paralyzed. I was used to working in healthcare, and how am I supposed to help people? And I'm in a wheelchair now. It really severely impacted my confidence. Jim Arndt, PAVE program, Paralyzed Veterans of America. PAVE helps veterans rebuild lives with valuable careers. We assess the skills, build the resumes, and help with the interviewing skills to be able to find a career that our veterans are looking for. PVA took what I was doing in the military and helped me translate that to meaningful employment in the civilian sector. Hooking up with them helped to empower me. PAVE really concentrates on the one-on-one relationships. Unlike other programs that measure success by placements alone, PAVE places greater emphasis on quality jobs and continued support, our Partner for Life guarantee. To learn more, visit pva.org. A public service message from Paralyzed Veterans of America. Listen, insurance is not something you want to gamble on. Yeah, what my associate's trying to say is that uh, James Carlton State Farm is really cool. You're not even going to believe it. Like, uh, let's say you're driving along on the road with your family, and you're driving along, la la, patch of ice, can't quite stop, boom, you bump into the guy next to you. James Carlton's got somebody out there ready to take care of you 24-7. You call him at 314-961-4800. Now here's what happens with the other guy's insurance. You're driving along, kids are in the backseat, daddy, I gotta go to the bathroom. Not now, damn it. Ice, you can't stop. Here comes the adjuster. Adjuster gets out, he says, oh my God, new guy's in the corner puking his guts out. All because you want to save a couple extra pennies. To me, it just doesn't make much sense. Guys, check out carltoninsurance.net, 314-961-4800. If your insurance is costing you a leg and an arm, call James Carlton, State Farm. There. 
This is St. Louis Baseball Weekly. Cardinals first baseman Paul Goldschmidt. For me, it was easy just to fit in and do my part. And the culture here was so great and is so great that it was it was easy. I just came in kind of, if there's any knowledge I had, you know, tried to share. But I'm also very open to hearing other guys' opinions and, you know, ways that I can get better. And so I think, you know, with that attitude, it's it's been easy. And St. Louis Baseball Weekly with Brian Stoll every Friday at noon right here on WGNU. 920 a.m. WGNU, the talk of St. Louis. Broadcasting on 920 a.m. and 106.9 FM. Technology has evolved so quickly that the people running capitalism from the top no longer understand the tools that are necessary for it. They have to pay guys with ponytails and and piercings to turn on the machines every morning. And that must be very terrifying to them. Who's your sophisticate on WGNU with your hosts, Greg Kohler and Stephen Elgin? Oh, yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, who's just sophisticated here on WGNU 920 AM? We're going to bring Brian Stoley here in a second to talk a little blues hockey. I know my buddy Steve's so fired up, and I feel inept sometimes. Like I, I like to have my sports conversations with Steve. Uh, I don't have much to, to offer in the ways of anything past, hey, they got to get in the dirty areas and muck it up a little bit. Yeah, that's that's all I got. That's basically that's all it. I got. But that's basically it. That's all I, got. Um, I mean, the game's changed a lot um, from the days that you probably remember. I mean, the Blues were a big, big ticket in, like, 99. That was even um, a little after me. 99. That's right when I was moving yeah. away. So hockey coverage wasn't great in Springfield. Yeah. I'm talking, like, 96, 97. Like, yeah, that's where. Cavallini Brothers, late 80s. That's the then, whole thing is, like. Shanahan, Pronger. You remember any of that? Chopper. Yeah, I, yeah, I remember. That's, yes. When, that we, when the, we get. Uh, when we traded Shanahan for Pronger, like, probably watched. Gretzky maybe in 01. We got Gretzky uh, right was, around there. It was earlier than that, wasn't it? Maybe 99. That's which one were real good. That was like 98, 99, maybe 98. And he gave the puck up to Steve Eiserman, Steve Eiserman. That's the different thing about this year. I don't, I'm not even going to talk about it, so I don't know what I'm going to I'm going to talk about it because I'm, I'm going to talk about it because I have, I don't have those super systems attached to it. I, I have it as, that's why I'm taking, I'm taking the, uh, reins, taking the reins from you. As an outside, I've said this before, as just a casual observer of the game, of any professional team trying to get a championship. They gotta have that, that mesh, that thing, and it always seems like even whenever, you know, in the last couple years, uh, when they had Brower and everything, like that looked like it was gonna be a pretty talented squad, pretty good. We won but two game seven. It just always seemed like they weren't quite, and we lost to the Sharks. They weren't quite having fun together. I don't think you can accuse this team of not having fun, and this little this. It always feels like to me, casual observer. They've never had the goalie in the playoffs. Had the goalie through the regular season. Who was? Do we have this goalie though? I mean, like, I mean, gosh. If you don't mind me interrupting, watching you guys talk about sports, it's just you just don't got it. So, I'm going to bring in a seasoned sports talk veteran, very good, to help you guys out. Thank you. The Brian Stoll Show and STL Baseball Weekly. Brian, Brian Stoll. How we doing, guys? Hey, what's (laughs) up, Stoll? Hey, we're all good. We're all good. What's happening? 
Oh, not a darn thing. I'm just trying to learn these couple of bobos, um, a little something about sport. And I need you need to get my back here, baby. Um, who is a bigger hero to this hometown, David Freeze or Pat Marin? Oh, I think you still have to go with David Freeze. Thank you, sir. Uh, that's three against one. All right, you want to rethink that? That was Brian Stahl. <laughs> that was Brian Stahl, everybody. Thanks for joining us, brother. It's been real. Yeah, no. <laughs> well, hey. no, no, let's break this down. I mean, I, I think that's an interesting question, but... You know, David Freeze helped the Cardinals win the World Series. Patrick Maroon has helped the Blues advance halfway to winning the Stanley Cup. So uh, it was a great moment. It's one that Blues fans, St. Louis sports fans, are going to remember for years to come. I don't think Patrick Maroon is going to have to pay for another beer in this city ever again. David Freeze doesn't have to pay for another dinner in this town ever again. Listen, guy, the Cardinals got <laughs> the Cardinals got moment after moment after moment. I am 35 years old, and I've seen the Monday Night Miracle 47 times. It's the saddest thing in the world. Let me have it, okay? Holy gosh! No, we were breaking yeah, it down. If the, if the Blues don't win the Cup, then I mean, you know what? They advance out of the second round. I mean, it, it's. David Freeze, 2011, it was a historic comeback for the team as a whole, and they won the World Series. They won the championship. The Blues have yet to do that. If the Blues win the Cup, then you know what? Maybe we revisit this conversation. Yeah, and maybe he gets a Game and, 7 and, and, winner and in Maroon, the Cup, and, and then you guys will all be eating crow. And Maroon has to have about, you know, whatever, <laughs> the equivalent of like 16, 18 points, whatever. Okay, Freeze had a big series, okay? <laughs> I'll give you guys that. <laughs> Two big series. Big playoffs. Yeah, all big playoffs. <laughs> um, no, Craig was talking about before uh, before he came on about, you know, this team kind of seems different. I don't really even want to talk about it, but I definitely feel that too. Seems like they have their happy flight to, to pull it back to baseball. Um, is there anything you notice about this team? I mean, you know better than us. Is there is there something different about this team? Uh, you know what, I... I don't know if I want to say there's something different about this team, but I do think this team came together. And obviously, uh, they were not together at the beginning of the season. I mean, it was a broken record of how many times they kept telling us, well, we took our foot off the pedal. We didn't play hard enough tonight. We didn't play for each other. I mean, it was over to where it was like, you know, that happens once or twice. And you're like, okay, they stood up. They owned it. That's great. But it became so repetitive that you're like, how come nobody has a real answer to what's going on here? And after the coaching change, you know, that that's part of it. Craig Berube gets some credit. Jordan Bennington coming in, what he did to solidify the goalie play. Uh, but then everything else coming together, some of the line shifts. Alexander Steen moving down to that fourth line Huge. did a lot. And then that third line, I mean, you know, Patrick Maroon, he had the big goal, but really that line as a whole, you look at how Robert Thomas was playing and Bozak flying around, and then Maroon there in the, in the middle creating some traffic. Uh, that that's been a huge story here the second half as well. So I just think it's all of those things coming together uh, at the right time to where, and then you mix in a song like Gloria that just kind of has a weird story, like where the heck did you find a Laura Branigan song from? Uh, and it's My like, mom's well, you know, cassette maybe this tape collection. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so it's, I, I just I don't know if it's necessarily different because I think there's been some really good teams that were here before, teams that were tight before. I mean, a couple of years ago uh, we saw David Backus crying, talking about how yep. you know Ott gave him that, that apparatus to get a better night's sleep, and that would be Backus taking his spot. So, you know, the guys have been tight before, and you go through this sort of war of attrition – you either fall apart or you bond together, and the Blues have definitely bonded together. Uh, but now, now they have a chance to show that there is something different to actually get past the Western Conference Final and get to uh, where some of us have never witnessed in our lifetimes. I think there's something to the fact that now they have a coach 
Like if they don't execute what he tells them to do, he's going to punch them square <laughs> in the face. And I can appreciate like he's ready. He's ready to get them all fired up, have a good time. But like, seriously, try me, guys. I'm not chief ain't that far removed from throwing some bombs. I'm going to put one on your teeth if you don't just go out there and hustle a little bit. I think there's something yeah. to that. Well, I, I did hear um, that there were a couple of people maybe who were a little unfamiliar with Craig Berube's background, and they were shown some video of some of his highlights, and uh, <laughs> it did open a few eyes. And, again, um, just uh, maybe a little rumor, but it was a pretty reliable source. So there might be a little something to that. Oh, yeah, they're like, oh, what are these uh, outtakes from Slapshot with the Hanson brothers? <laughs> like, no, that's a real guy foiling it up and going out there and dropping bows on people. Yeah. Yeah, the real guy who's in the office right there who just told you you should do this on your next shift. Yeah. Oh, okay. Then. <laughs> Maybe I'll do that. Yeah, we'll hustle. Yeah. Be like Mike Yo is yeah. not the, exactly the most intimidating yeah, guy. Exactly and I love him. Still fear. I had I was a big Yo guy. Um no, I think I think the team um I think it breaks down to the a psychological edge too. I think that's what a lot of times a coach can do is instill confidence and you know that that threat of the punching in the mouth but also you're an elite athlete. You need that that kind of uh you know a coach has got to know what strings to pull. What is there something we can put our finger on? Because obviously they didn't make very many big moves. They didn't. I don't think they made any really. Would you? Would you even say in, like in, Barubi's the middle of Hitchcock and Yo, where like he's the hard ass that that Hitchcock was, but he's also kind of the players' guy that Yo was. I don't know. I don't know. Barube has such a, a unique style. I feel like, and, and the bonds he's created with these guys. I think it only comes from going through those darkest moments. We were the last place team. We didn't really make that many moves, and we went on a a run. We get this kid and goal, and winning solves a lot of problems. Is there something a coach can do, like, or, or something we can put our finger on that's like, oh, next time a team's really struggling, we're gonna do. A, B, and C to get them back. Do you know what I mean? Like, I guess that's the mystery yeah. sport. So, what do you think? Well, I don't know if there's necessarily like something that you could repeat every year, but I think in the case of Craig Berube, you could look at him being consistent. Um, you know, maybe being brutally honest uh, and not in a "Hey, I'm the smartest guy in the room" sort of way, but just the fact of this is what you need to do, and no matter what your name is, I'm not afraid to sit you down for a night. We saw a little bit of that. Um, not trying to like point a finger at Joel Edmondson, but you know that was pretty surprising when he sat for a couple of games and Fran sat for a game, and yep. you know Craig Ruby never called any of them out. Um, it wasn't a case that he you know lashed out, but I'm sure there were some private conversations. Uh, you know Jay Bomeister sat for a little while. Uh, and obviously him getting healthy. I mean, man, a lot of us, hey, I'm raising my hand right now, was really thinking, well, I guess Father Time finally caught up with him. But uh, lo and behold, it was, yeah, that hip injury took a little longer to to come all the way back. And now that he's back, he and Pareko played some outstanding hockey. But I I just think it's Craig Berube. Um, Yeah, if you wanted to challenge him, well, you know what? He's got ten answers for you that he carries at his sides all the time. But it, it was, you know, but it was just a case of look, you're not giving enough, or we need better here. I'm going with this. Uh, it wasn't personal. It wasn't. I'm going to blast you in the press. It was. Um, I'm going to treat you. I'm going to treat somebody on the top line the same way I'm treating you on the fourth line. Uh, whether you're a rookie or a first year player or a veteran. I just think some of that consistency came in and maybe kind of stabilized some things. Um, I think the level of accountability within the room was raised, and the goaltending is a big thing as well because once you have that confidence that, you know, yes, Bennington made the spectacular save that was terrific, but he also made the the regular save. And 
not to pick on Jake Allen because, you know, he made some nice plays and, and he's been there before, but it seemed like, man, a lot of those goals that he let in were just kind of the punch to the gut. And Bennington, to his credit thus far, knocking on wood, has been able to make those saves. And, and a team can skate better when they have confidence in the goaltender behind them. Oh, for sure. I, I you know, I'm, I'm, I'm coming around. I, I said I was, I was going to be a Blues fan as soon as the Rams left town. I'm like, all right, I'm finally, I'm a hockey mm-hmm. fan yeah. now. And, and, and this has definitely helped me out, especially being friends with Steve. From from what I've observed, is Ryan O'Reilly hurt? Is he banged up? I think he's got to be a little. You know bit. what? Everybody is a little uh, bit. Yeah, everybody at this time of the year is a little banged up. But uh, keep this in mind about Ryan O'Reilly as well. This is the most professional hockey he's played in a season. So I mean, he he's never made it uh, to the second round prior to this season with St. Louis. So this is all bonus hockey, extended hockey for him. And he's charged with, you know, taking on the big boys. Uh, he, he's one of the targets that the opposing team is going to try and shut down because of what he means to the Blues. But also you look at what he does defensively. And for him being hurt or tired or whatever the case may be, go back, I think it was in game six, uh, and I forget who it was on Dallas, sold the puck and had a break. And it was a guy who should not have been caught. But Ryan O'Reilly put his head down. And he caught him, and he was able to get the stick in there so that the guy didn't even get the shot off on Bennington. You know, that doesn't show up in the stat sheet, but it sure showed up as a guy who uh, he may be playing on fumes right now, but he used him on that play. Oh, but but baseball players, they get a little blister, and they get can't even here. play anymore. <laughs> they play twice the amount of games. No, I think that that's the whole deal. We, uh, we heard all the reports coming out of Dallas today about how banged up those guys were. Um, I got yeah. to assume Thornton at this part, at this point in the playoffs, his bones have to be pretty much shattered. Um, uh, Joe, Joe Thornton, big jumbo so, Joe from yeah. San Jose. Um, he looks like right. a prospector. He is a nightmare. I've hated him. I've hated him ever since the Perron hit. I think most people in St. Louis do. Um, what do we got to watch out for with this San Jose team? Well, Thornton's a dude, yeah, but you know what? It's Joe Pavelski, their captain, who just seems to always have big games against the Blues. And similar to St. Louis, San Jose is a big team. They're they're pretty heavy. I do think that you know the Avalanche showed the ability to get the puck down deep. Uh, which is what the Blues game is all about, taking that puck down deep and trying to cycle it in front or spring it out and let the defenseman shoot it back in. So uh, the Blues in that regard, you can be hopeful. But this is going to be some big boy hockey. This, this is going to be some serious big boy, big banging hockey. So Patty Maroon, if he's not David Freeze yet, he's going to have another opportunity here because he's going to be counted upon in a big way to uh, repeat what he did in that second round. Oh, that's what I like to hear right there. Yeah, no, the <clears throat> we uh, <clears throat> recently were looking at the biggest teams. I think that the Sharks, Winnipeg was up there, and I think the Blues maybe we were the biggest team left that was in the they left in the playoffs as far as average height and uh, and weight. weight. Um, but no, we're really gonna have to use that. That's why I think uh, uh, him putting Blazin, Barube putting Blazin. I've never, I did not see that coming, and I didn't think Fabry was playing that bad. But you know, Blaze coming in and a kid taking a slap shot like that on a breakaway—I've never seen anything like it. So every every little aspect of the way the team is rolling right now, and I think that comes with confidence. Yeah. This team just keeps building confidence. You play loose when you got a wall behind you. Yes, building confidence now. But that that yeah. comes down to the goaltending too. That's Martin Jones for San Jose. He looked like. You know, dog crap for a while there, and now he's really he's really starting to play. Um, who do you give the edge to in goal for this series? Man, it, you know, uh, it, it's so hard to to really go against you know anything at this point. I think the teams are pretty evenly matched, yeah, but um, 
I'll just say this, you know, since we see Bennington on a regular basis, I've really been impressed with just how calm, cool, and collected he is. Have you guys so seen, like, the his overhead videos of Bennington after greatest. all of the uh, the game-winning goals? I haven't <laughs> laughed so hard. They're like, yeah, someone posted a video. It was like, check out Jordan Bennington's celebration, and he just skates off slowly yeah. with his head. I mean, <laughs> so he, 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 just, he just stays collected and good, I so – um, and until we see otherwise, I really just have a hard time picking against them. Oh, all right. So blues in four. That's what I'm getting from Stully. I like where your head's at. <laughs> yeah, I don't think that's quite what I said. <laughs> <laughs> that's why I just read into it, okay? Yeah, I write, it write it down. Stully's in four. Do you have any predictions? Yeah, this, this, series is, you know, this series is going at least six, if not seven. Yeah. I mean, really, like I said, uh, I think these teams are going to just absolutely put a hurting on each other and – um, you know what? I, I would expect the same on the other side with Boston and Carolina. Uh, whatever two teams emerge out of this, uh, man, I'll tell you what, it, they are going to be a battered team going to the Stanley Cup final. Yep, and I would love to, I mean, obviously I'd love to see a St. Louis-Boston final kind of payback for us giving them their World Series. I think that would be just sweet poetic justice. But talking about, you know, this hometown kid, number seven on, on, on the seventh, on game seven, like all this beautiful stuff. What's interesting is you're hearing a lot of these stories from uh, San Jose that San Jose is the team of destiny. They got that power play that where Pavelski went down and is bleeding from his skull on the ice. And they and they end up scoring a bunch of goals. That was Pavelski. That was actually sound from the game from P- Pavelski. When he took it in the head? When he took it in the head. Which, which did you think that should have been a five-minute penalty? Um, I think that... I think they got the call wrong. I'll put it that way. I think they got the call wrong. Um, I think that you can't make the call based on how it looks when the actual play. uh, Let me explain this the right way. It it looked worse. When you look down on the ice, I understand why he called what he called, but it wasn't necessarily, it was just kind of an accident. It wasn't the five minutes. No, I, I think they got the call wrong. I don't think that it was a malicious, crazy cross check. I think it was just a case of the landing and his awkwardness when he fell uh, made it look a lot worse than what it was. I think he had a, a Kurt Schilling type blood bag uh, sock situation <laughs> in his head. He burst it, kind of like Mighty Ducks. Flared his head with a razor blade. <laughs> no, he had a jelly sandwich in there, like Goldberg from the Mighty Ducks. And it, it was, that wasn't Goldberg. It was no, that it other was, kid. It was the kid from Little Giants. Yes, thank you. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that's where we're going with that. No, uh, I. I, I don't know where to go after that. I forgot. I had another. Just I had an awesome question. I think that, I think that it's crazy to to change the game's momentum with a five minute major oh, yeah, on something yeah. like that. Yeah. yeah, no. And we're hearing that San Jose is the team of destiny with all that stuff happening. And Jumbo Joe, it's the Tuck rule. He's got. He's. This is his last year, right? Has he said this is his last year yet? I guess probably. I don't not. think he said that. I, yeah, I, I don't assume. think he'll announce that till afterwards. Mm-hmm. Well, you can, but. I don't know. This whole team of destiny sort of thing, I mean, wouldn't you say that St. Louis is due? I mean, come on. So it's like, you know, let's just... Yeah, just just let's get to the ice. Let's see the boys line up and play, and uh, watch it happen. Stolly, I love that they're on the west. Four. I love that I love they're it. on the west coast, and we get to watch what seven o'clock games, eight o'clock games. Yeah, like that. We're not getting pinned with like nine thirty, ten o'clock starts. I don't even know what station yeah. they play it on anymore. What's going on at the NHL? Can we get a channel that that <laughs> that, that shows the playoffs? What's going on? It's some home announcers. <laughs> What's going on? Here? I don't care. NBC Sports Network. NBC Sports Network. All so. over it. Stolly, thank you so much for coming on, man. We appreciate you every time you do. All right, that was fun on a with you, fellas. Have a good weekend. Thanks, man. All right, see you, brother.
Brian Stoll. He was kind of up in the air on that maroon freeze thing. Yeah, yeah. He, 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 he didn't no, it sounded like he had his decision. He didn't want to commit. Exactly. <laughs> he didn't want to commit. <laughs> like he agreed with me and Craig. And well, either way. Wasn't even. One, one either way. Wasn't exactly I, I, appre- I appreciate that you're, uh, you know, that you're that committed to it. And I know how much this means to you. And I appreciate that. We got a lot of new sponsors. Can I start telling you all about them? Yeah. I suppose if you want to. Okay, we got two new ones. Okay, it's Rose Extermination, Spiders and Mice. Oh, yeah. Spiders and some Mice. Mm-hmm. Spiders and some Mice. Oh, yeah. Spiders and some Mice. If you, uh, if you have ants, I had ants already called Rose I'm Extermination. Sold. They took They took care of me. All right, they'll spray your house. They don't make you get into a contract. My mom answers the phone. <laughs> what he more wakes do you want? up in the morning. His need hard to meet, and she's rolling in a direction. That wasn't bad. It sounded good in my head. That sounded really good. It uh, sounded like him, actually. Yeah, <laughs> it's not I was not much of an exaggeration. Ask for the Cucky Special. You have to ask for the Cucky Special. It's, you will not get a discount if you don't. They'll give you a discount. It just kills me that there's a business in this city that has something called the cucky for the special. last three years for the last three years it's oh, still wow. paying off and also truman's they have <laughs> sand volleyball the avid brothers really avid brothers really want to play i'm scott avid and i really want to play beach when, volleyball <laughs> when did really scott avid become like a a british kermit hey this is scott avid it's a deep kermit it's a deep kermit scott avid it's a little southern I don't know if that's Kermit doing a Ringo impression or Ringo doing a... Shut up, guys. It's Scott Avett. He wants to play a little volleyball. Where's he going to do it? Truman's, because they got the best beach volleyball sand in the world. They got a menu. They guarantee you won't find any needles in the sand. I'll tell you that much right now. That's a (laughs) guarantee. That's a hard guarantee. (laughs) Go, 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 go. I just had a delicious beer at Truman's, and you just lived through it. And that's awesome. <laughs> Guys, the atmosphere for the game. It was great. I, 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 I think I want to watch the rest of the Blues game there. We have to. I think we're kind <laughs> of our, our hands are tied. We have to. Our hands are tied. Um, so, yeah, go to Truman's. Go to – and call Rose Extermination. Google them, too. I don't know. They're uh, – I listen, a lot of their online presence. Uh, 314-845-6101. Ask for the thank you. special. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Truman's and Soulard, though, man, I wanted, I did want to say, like – I. We'd had the the live show out there one time we did. before. I played guitar. Uh, got pretty fun. They got a great little patio. They do have the beach volleyball scene going on. Um, great, great little uh, drink selection. But their food is top notch. Top notch, baby. And as far as sports bars go in Soulard, that's where you want to be. That is where you want to be. And they're our new sponsor. And they're, they're our new sponsor. They're great. I like you. <laughs> Uh, I can live off. I can live off of getting laughs out of integrity. I know it's a good feeling. It's a good feeling. I like it. Uh, hey guys, this is Hoosier Sophisticate Radio. You can check us out online wgnu nine twenty am dot com. You can get us mycelial media. That's our YouTube channel and HoosierSophisticate.com. That's where you can find all of our merch, all of our sweet, sweet, hot piping baby. Get you all lathered up merch. Find it at HoosierSophisticate.com. Let's jump to break. On the other side, we'll jump down in the rabbit hole. We'll talk about what we're streaming. We're just going to get weird with it. This is Hoosier Sophisticate on WGNU 920 AM. We'll see you on the other side.